0: Welcome, girlies. This is Let's Talk About Fashion, and I'm your host, Felicia. Let's Talk About Fashion is a fashion-themed podcast all about what I'm most passionate about, fashion, personal style, and creative expression. Instead of gabbing about fashion to my family and friends, who frankly have heard quite enough, I'll be sharing my fashion ramblings with you all, the girlies that get it. In each episode, I'll chat about the latest in fashion news and trends, what I'm obsessing over lately, and share some style tips. Occasionally, you'll get to meet a special guest who I'll interview about their obsession with fashion, their personal style, and what's been catching their eye lately. A little bit about me, I'm a model, owner of a vintage e-boutique, a content creator I started on OG YouTube back in 2011. I'm a fashion writer and a fashion designer in training. (laughs) I live in one of the biggest and best fashion epicenters of the world, New York City. My style is often described as colorful and bold, yet chic, and I've been obsessed with fashion since I was a kid. I have always had an eye for it i would watch with admiration as my mom and her two sisters got ready colorful fabrics and jewelry flying everywhere i would obsess over hand selecting the perfect frilly yet not too itchy socks to wear for my church choir performances I cut and customized my doll's clothes, I turned a diorama school project into an opportunity to flesh out my future boutique, and while my siblings waited up for the George Lopez show to come on Nick and Night, I'd wait up for the nanny so I could ogle at Fran Fine's looks. Fashion has been a part of me for as long as I can remember, so I created this podcast to share my interests, my thoughts, and my ramblings with you all. Welcome to Let's talk about fashion. Let's talk about fashion, episode one. Let's talk Barbie Mania. I know this has been a topic of conversation in the fashion sphere for months, like majority of this year, 2023, because once we saw those paparazzi photos of Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie on Venice Beach in those adorable, vintage Barbie ensembles with matching Impala skates. People have been raving about the premiere. I mean, planning outfits, planning outings with the girls, big blowout parties. It really has been the premiere of the summer besides Oppenheimer, of course. Uh, So I have really been loving Barbie Mania. And I want to start this off by saying one, this is a no spoilers podcast. I will not spoil anything about the movie. And I will go out of my way to do that for any movie or TV show we talk about throughout this podcast. I take a very long time to watch and consume content. There's so much of it. I mean, Barbie's been out for three weeks and I just saw it. And so I will make sure for the girlies that are like me to go out of my way to avoid spoiling. And two, I want to talk to you, my listeners, about what you've been obsessing over lately. This is sort of a, like, what's in your shopping cart? What have you been thinking about? What have you and your girlies been talking about in the group chat? And so you can go over to Instagram stories. I've created a close friend circle for all my Let's Talk About Fashion listeners. And you can go over to Instagram Stories once weekly where I'll share a poll asking you what you're thinking about, maybe a specific topic question, and uh, I'll share your responses here on the podcast. And so to start, let's talk about what I've been obsessing over. First and foremost, I am loving crochet. I have a good friend who's going to teach me how to crochet and it really reminds me of my grandmother she had so many crochet blankets and i believe she crocheted i remember her having needles but i don't remember ever seeing her pick them up. Um, So it really is something that's been around me and is a cozy memory for me, something very nostalgic. So I'm loving to see all the crochet tops. I love a crochet mini skirt. I've got probably three, four, five in my closet right now. Um, I actually made a really fun crochet cascading maxi waterfall skirt around the time of the Little Mermaid premiere uh, with Halle Bailey. I'm just loving crochet this summer and I'm seeing it on so many of you girlies and I'm just loving the way you're styling it so crochet is definitely something I'm obsessing over this summer I would definitely recommend for you girlies who are shopping for crochet shop the thrift stores it's more sustainable you are going to hear on this podcast many 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 times me uh, brag about the sustainability and the responsibility of thrifting and um, resale fashion so shop the thrift stores if you're looking for some crochet Um, one because it's something that takes time to make Make, and so you're going to want to be looking for quality pieces. Uh, and two, shop handmade. I know some great sellers on Etsy like Wild X Dandy and quite a few others that make beautiful handmade crochet pieces. They're definitely investment pieces at 100 or $200 plus starting, um, but it's worth it. And you can catch some sales. <laughs> uh, what I'm obsessing over as well, cargos i absolutely love cargos they've always been a favorite of mine since i was a kid um i hope my brother won't be embarrassed when i (laughs) when i say this memory he had some amazing cargo windbreaker pants with like pockets all up and down the side they were blue and gray and they were breakaway pants you know the type like basketball players wear in the nba in the 70s and they would rip them off (laughs) Well, my brother used to do that all the time and he could rip away these cargoes and they turn into shorts or he could just rip them off. He was like the most hilarious seven year old. Um, and that's always what I think about when I see the cargoes coming back, but they're so handy. Um, I love the utilitarian style. I love seeing that kind of mixed and mosh with like sexy hot girl tops and crochet and all that. Um, And they have pockets. I am a proponent. I will walk on the picket lines to talk about the fact that women do not have enough pockets in our garments. If you put on a men's jacket, they have way more pockets than we do. And it's not fair. It's because the industry wants us to buy purses. This is a scam. Don't let me get into my all the way to the top bag, but anyways. cargos have so many pockets like I have this pair of cargos that has like eight pockets on it and so I don't have to carry a purse which if you're a New York City girl you have a lot of outings where you just don't want to carry anything extra so these pockets are great for phones second phones lighters candy snacks it's just really handy lip gloss Um, I'm loving cargos and I'm loving the long pants, like the wide leg pants, love a good jogger. But the skirts and the shorts are really cute versions that I'm loving. I recently went to, is it Second Street Vintage in Brooklyn? And I got some shorts that were cargo shorts, like this deep khaki green. And they turned out to be Boy Scout shorts when I read the tag when I got home. Um, But that's another thrift shopping tip. Always look at the little boys and the little girls section. You'll be surprised at what you find. For the petite girls, um, the little girls section, I find great tank tops. So, yeah, we'll come back to thrifted fashion. I don't want to ramble. Uh, tennis skirts. I have been loving tennis core, I guess it would be lately. I've been seeing a lot of tennis skirts and dresses, um, really been seeing them in street style a lot, seeing them outside when I'm at and about, but also seeing them on Instagram, TikTok a lot. I'm loving the tennis core and I love to see just the sports core in general. I love to see people work out and do what they enjoy for their workouts. And so I'm loving to see all the tennis fashion. Some of it is definitely wearable on the tennis court, and some of it is just for like brunch and running out and about. <laughs> um, but I love tennis court. Let me know what you guys think about it. I'm eyeing quite a few little tennis dresses, and I'm also thinking about printing up a sewing pattern to try my hand at like a skort. Skorts are very hard to make, but I love them. <laughs> uh, okay, two more, two more. What I'm obsessing over. Beyoncé's Renaissance Tour Fashion is so amazing. I absolutely have always loved Beyonce's tour of fashion. She always shows up and shows out in a beautiful unitard. Them thighs out, okay, magnificent. um But lately, I've been loving. She's like really dipping into her fashion bag. She recently had on a Gurav Gupta gown. If you don't know who that is, go ahead and Google that right now. That's G U R A V G U P T A. Beautiful bridal designer. My 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 wish list bridal gown is from Gurav Gupta and to see Beyonce the alien superstar gliding on her stage in that billowing beautiful gown oh my god like she's killing the tour fashion she had on this amazing bright pink chromatic two-piece short set that just oh my god I'm drooling I'm drooling Beyonce we love you this is a Beyonce stand account um (laughs) Her tour fashion has literally been having me pass out. And I hope somebody is keeping track of all the tour looks because I want to see a video. I want to see a TikTok. I want to see a full archive of it. She's been killing Renaissance. And finally, what I'm obsessing over lately, and I just want to send a a note of gratitude and, and... I, I hope there's a fund. I think there's a fund for the SAG Afro girlies on the picket lines. Um, and I want to put a special note out to Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher, the star of the Nanny original 90s throwback show. She is the SAG Afro president and she has been on these picket lines. I mean, literally out in the sun. She's been in court. She's been fighting the good fight for these actors to make sure AI doesn't take over and take people's jobs and to make sure that these studios are paying the writers what they deserve. Miss Fran Drescher is an activist, okay? And I just want to say, like, I'm obsessing over her. I'm, first of all, she went on the Vogue podcast recently and talked about her fashion and she was like it just depends on the day someday I got to be in sneakers some days I have to be dressed down because we are actually on these streets picketing and I love to hear that like some days you do have to go to court and wear a pantsuit and a sharp bayab. um but Miss Fran Dresser is out there fighting the good fight uh that's what I'm obsessing over lately and I can't wait to hear what my listeners are obsessing over and finally We're obsessing over Barbie. (laughs) My final obsession is Barbie, Barbie mania. So we're going to get into the topic, the discussion. Okay, so let's talk Barbie mania, the Barbie takeover, the movie of the summer, the girl of the year, okay? (laughs) Let's not go too far. Uh, I absolutely love Barbie mania. I have always been a doll girl since I was a kid. I've been a Barbie girl. I've been a Bratz girl. I've been a My Scenes girl. I've been a baby Bratz girl. I've had all the dolls. Um, And so when I saw the Barbie movie, that was definitely on my must-watch list for the summer. I'm not sure people understood the gravitas, the, the importance of Barbie. If you're my age to be announced, but I'm a 90s baby. (laughs) If you're my age, you grew up with Barbie. If you're my mom's age, you grew up with Barbie. If you're my little sister's age, you grew up with Barbie. All of us has grown up with Barbie in every iteration of our lives. I remember in the 2000s when I was a kid, they innovated Barbie. They took Barbie from just being a doll to taking her online. You could have an online wardrobe and games and outfits and, you could customize in so many different ways and they really modernized it in a way that I didn't realize was so intentional until I was older, until I realized how the Barbie Mattel brand went out of their way to make sure they were a pinpoint in our lives, throughout our lives. And most times people would have an issue with this being a major corporate brand, but because Barbie's message for the most part, we know there are some problematic parts, but because Barbie's message for the most part is about woman empowerment is about Barbie having every job and having her own house and having whatever car she wants and she can dress and wear whatever she wants. Because that was the main message, I understand why Barbie has been such a major pinpoint in our lives and why this movie was so huge. And that's not to say Barbie doesn't have its own issues. The body standards, which are mentioned in the movie, once again, no spoilers, and just the different ways that Barbie has influenced young women, I was always influenced in a beautiful way. And I think that's why um, Barbie is so huge, why so many women resonate with it. <laughs> Kate McKinnon being the weird Barbie. So many girls have had the weird Barbie, but have also been the weird Barbie. Um, the girl who has the weird hair or tries the different makeup and and feels outcast for it. Um, so it, it's a really interesting movie. I'm not going to spoil anymore by going on my deep ramble, um, but I definitely think it's a must watch for anyone who Grew up with the Barbie brand. Um, I remember, like, back in the 2000s when I was a kid, it was like the commercials, like B A R B I E, like, they really tried to make her a pop girl. And I got into Bratz in my middle school years, but the Barbie brand was always still there. Um, so I think that's a big part of why this movie was so huge for everyone, why grown women were going out and putting their whole pink outfit together. Girls who wear black every day, who are goth girls to a T, who are Brad style girls to a T, we're switching it up and really celebrating. And for those of you who haven't seen the movie, when you see the movie, you'll understand the sort of uh, unity with the allowance for autonomy. That's the theme throughout the movie. Um, and I think that's really, it's important because the Barbie brand can mean a lot of things for a lot of people. And it's not usually as positive as it is for me um so this movie was huge (laughs) it's everywhere like everything has been pink in every store you go to on every website you're on there has been barbie activations i have seen people who are the most mute and drab not drab i'm sorry (laughs) mute and neutral people put on their pink um It's been a takeover. Uh, I've seen brands like Aldo, Primark, Zara, even Bloomies, Bloomingdale's, Rue 21, Base Luggage. I've seen so many of these fashion brands do collaborations with the Barbie brand for this massive rollout. My personal favorite, I've been loving the Impala Skate Collab. If anyone who knows me knows that I am a skate girl. I love a quad skate. So when I saw the Barbies on the inline skates, I thought, "Mm, okay, I understand it's a 90s throwback, but I would love to have seen them on some like... 60s sock hop throwback quad skates. Um, But the Impala skates collab was huge. You have to collaborate with a skate brand in order to have that scene. If they're roller skating on Venice Beach, it can't just be a random no name. It has to be huge. So I'm glad to see Impala, um, but I would have loved to see my favorite, the Chicago skates, the quad style, the throwback Um, But let me not ramble. (laughs) It wasn't just fashion that we saw collaborating with the Barbie brand. I mean, the home decor was massive. I'm sure you've heard this line a million times before, but there was a shortage of pink paint because of the Barbie dream house, because of the Barbie production, because of how much Barbie has taken over. Um, And while I really love these collabs, fashion and home decor and drinks and food and so on throughout, I was a bit disappointed to see no high fashion designer collabs. Like, why didn't we see Versace with those amazing doll baby shoes they've been putting out? We could even see some Moschino. I know Jeremy Scott is no longer with the brand and he really brings the fun to it, but we could have seen some throwback Moschino. Didn't Moschino do a Barbie collection? Yes, Moschino's 2015 ready-to-wear collection was a Barbie collection, a Mattel collection. And so unless I'm mistaken, I did not see any high fashion Barbie collabs. Like, Why didn't they do a collab with Chanel from the archives, like 90s Chanel? oh my goodness, there's so many great pieces. Some vintage Alaya would have been great. Um, so I was really surprised to not see the uh, high fashion collaboration that they cr- really could have made out of it. Um, like that moment, I'm not going to spoil, never mind, but there was a moment in the movie where they paid very close attention to the shoes and it could have been a great time to have been like, and this shoe is by blah, blah, blah. But maybe they didn't want to do that. I respect it. We don't know what's going to come for the next Barbie movies. From what I've been hearing from Margot Robbie, who did have, I believe, a director's credit in this new Barbie movie. um, From what we've been hearing from Margot Robbie, this is the first in a lot of toy-themed and doll-themed movies. Nostalgia is an amazing high that um, consumers love, consumers like us love. And so we're going to see these things continue. It started with like the big Lego movies and the Lego brands, and it's going to continue. And so next up, there's going to be a Polly Pocket movie. I absolutely adore Polly Pocket as a doll girl myself. To have a whole dollhouse, not just the doll, but a whole dollhouse you could carry with yourself in your pocket was like, wow, amazing. And so I'm really interested to see the Polly Pocket movie and how they play on that. I am disappointed to see Lena Dunham is involved with the project. Um, but it is promising to be great with fashion. There's been tons of live action Bratz movies, but Bratz has their chance to really make a comeback now riding on the Barbies, um, high. So I'm really hoping to see that. Please, um, reach out on Instagram. Let me know what you all are interested in seeing. Let me know what you've loved about this Barbie mania and this Barbie collab and what you're sick of seeing. (laughs) I'm okay with hearing the, the the complaints because I have heard so many people like if I see another hi Barbie hi Barbie hi Barbie if I see another one of those reels or TikToks I'm gonna lose it I know people have been saying that and um, that Barbie collab with Ice Spice and Nicki absolutely loved it but I have heard it every minute of every hour like. I go outside and it's on. I go to the movie theater and it's there. I turn on the radio, which I really listen to and it's there. Like I shuffle my playlist and it's there. <laughs> I open TikTok and it's there. I open Instagram and it's there. And so I think people are a little um Barbie maniac out. Um so I'm interested to see what movie uh, obsession, movie or TV obsession fashion is going to move on to soon. Uh Of course, Bridgerton is supposed to come back. I'm not sure if it's late summer or early fall, but Bridgerton is usually a fashion obsession when they debut a new season. Um, But on from Barbie mania to what next? Hmm. I'm interested to hear what you girlies think. Latest in fashion news. So what's been scrolling down our news feed lately? What's breaking in fashion? First and foremost, Copenhagen Fashion Week just wrapped. Copenhagen Fashion Week is well known for their sustainability and innovation. They're actually known as the most sustainable fashion week in the world. And that's major because all of the fashion collectives have made a commitment to sustainability. And Copenhagen's the first to really see major strides like recycled pieces and fabrics and uh, going out of their way to be plastic free and trash free. They've sort of made the first strides and other fashion week have followed. so it's interesting to see what they'll do in terms of sustainability here. I'm really looking forward to reviewing the shows and what they're doing in terms of technology. They are always ahead and, and thinking uh, to use technology in a smart way, in a responsible way to innovate fashion. If there's anyone who could invent the totally spies compact mirror, it could be the geniuses at Copenhagen Fashion Week. So I'm really interested to see what they do with AI, artificial intelligence, when it comes to Fashion Week. We've seen a bit of it in New York Fashion Week. We've seen some experimentation with it, but it's huge right now. AI is everywhere. I work in corporate and we talk about it almost every meeting. And so I'm really interested to see how the fashion world is going to adopt that, especially with the sort of tech leaders being Copenhagen uh ai has some issues (laughs) we'll say with plagiarism and copywriting and so um, people in fashion have been hesitant to utilize it and so it'll be interesting to see how that's adopted i just can't do meta fashion i'm not interested in dressing up virtual avatars and so i'm interested to see how ai will kind of innovate fashion for us and let's get into 3d printing all of our clothes please (laughs) we'll get back to this Copenhagen Fashion Week street style is something that I will rave on and on about. I think the Copenhagen girls are really good about being versatile. I say girlies, gender neutral. (laughs) The Copenhagen girlies are really good about finding what works for their style. Similar to New York fashion girls, they find what works. Like if you need to carry a laptop for work, or if you need to carry a big bulky camera, or if you need to be running around a lot, they're okay with wearing chunky boots and sneakers. Um, But there's just such great unhindered style expression there that it's not just limited with what people are wearing to work or what people are wearing to fashion shows. I, I really can't put into words how expressive Copenhagen fashion street style is. And so I encourage you to Google, uh, take a look at TikTok, of course, the, <laughs> the epitome of fashion at the moment, um, and really see what people are wearing to the shows. Uh, it's interesting to see behind the scenes what the right and what the people who are kind of running around wear to shows um, because you see the versatility. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, I really love Copenhagen streets. So I could go on for hours about it. So I just encourage you to take a look, do some research. And finally, the brands to look out for. I typically watch my shows once Fashion Week wraps um, because I really cannot keep up with the day to day unless it's a huge and very interesting show. I can't keep up with the day to day of Fashion Week. It's wow. It is. When I was writing, I had to keep up with it and I had to know what's going on every minute of every day. But now that I'm not immersed in the industry, I can take a breather and say, oh, okay, at the end of the week, I'm going to review all the shows. So next week, we'll really dive into Copenhagen Fashion Week and the shows I enjoyed. Uh, But brands to look out for, uh, the top three brands that I've seen stateside and have really taken my interest is one, Saks Potts. If you're a fashion girl, you really know them for those big leather and fur pastel coats with the fur trim on the collar and the uh, wrist muffs. I really love those coats. Um, But that is a beautiful brand absolutely gorgeous pastels and they don't just make the outerwear. They don't just make the coats. I think what people don't know what they're like little known for is they have great layering pieces. They have great, um, sort of silhouette pieces. They pay attention to the silhouette of the female body. Uh, so I really love sax pots. Ghani is another brand. I, I really can't describe how they do minimalist meets experimental. Uh, So I do encourage you to look at Ghani. A lot of the denim you've seen recently on the runways and a lot of the um, sort of minimalist meets maximalist pieces, I'm not sure really how to describe it any other way, is from Ghani. Uh, I absolutely love that brand. I think they play with geometry and patterns so well. That's why I describe them as maximalist. They'll try weird different patterns and weird different colors and styles. Um, And so that's a brand you've probably seen stateside often Uh, is a well-known brand here in the states as well as socks pots helmstead is another brand to look out for at copenhagen fashion week what i love about this brand is they're very fanciful very colorful they're comfortable with playing with different patterns and textures i first saw them a few years back on maybe Who, what wear or w i can't remember vogue possibly and just the color and the use of different styles they don't use typical sewing patterns you're not going to see a two-piece set like you would see on fashion nova from here it's like a two-piece set you would see on maybe your great aunt from here. And I'm a vintage fashion appreciator, so I love the vintage and the colorful playfulness that Helmstead uses in their shows. So I'm really looking forward to the Helmstead show, and I encourage you, all my listeners, to check out Copenhagen Fashion Week Street Style and a few of the brands I mentioned. And of course, there's tons of others to research, so get to digging. And finally, the biggest in fashion news, this is for the business of fashion girlies. This is for the girlies who are really behind the scenes, the analysts, really. And excuse my base level knowledge. Uh, So Tapestry, the brand that owns Coach and Kate Spade and Stuart Wiseman, they bought Capri. And Capri currently owns Jimmy Choo, Michael Kors, Versace, and several other brands. So this is an interesting buyout. They're sort of creating like a U.S., fashion powerhouse as records would say um and they're going up against the paris major fashion house lvmh which owns like nearly 100 brands. They they have Tiffany, they have Louis Vuitton, Dior, Moet, yes, the alcohol. Um, So it's interesting to see what Tapestry is going to do. In the last couple of years, we've really seen them revitalize the Coach brand. And I've seen the Kate Spade brand make a few um, flutters on the fashion scene. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Tapestry deal and takeover expands these brands. I hope it's for the best, um, but to own this many different types of brands, Versace, Jimmy Choo, Michael Kors, and so on. I'm interested to see what, how this is going to pivot. Like with Coach, we saw a lot of influencer collabs and um, pop-up events. They were even in the metaverse. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what this deal means for fashion. Um, But I think for people outside of fashion, outside of the industry, the average everyday person, this doesn't mean a lot. Until we see this kind of flush down into the brands further into the actual stores and clothing stores and collaborations and marketing uh we won't see how this affects the general public for a while so it'll be interesting to see this pivot that's the latest in fashion news i hope i didn't get into the weeds for you girlies too into the weeds for you girlies but that's the latest in fashion and finally we're going to close out with our style tip my style tip this episode back to school shopping shop those back to school sales even if you don't have kids or nieces or nephews or godkids or grandkids or whatever it is some of you may not know but it's back to school time yes the parents are rejoicing they're screaming in the streets because they can finally send those children back to school they're free of those massive electric bills running the ac up and down all night and day they're free of their fridges being raided by their teenagers and 3 so just like the moms who are getting those kids ready getting those them outfitted and making the best of those deals. I want you all to go visit your favorite big brand stores. I'm talking Old Navy. I'm talking Target. I'm talking Gap. And go get your staples, your athleisure, your comfortable sneakers. If you need a new denim jacket like me, go get you a denim jacket. These back to school sales are huge. I'm talking like 40% off and up buy one get one free this that and the other Um, and don't forget about the furniture or home decor if those of you who are new in your spaces in your apartments in your homes in your van life wherever you are in your dorm go check out these sales i mean ikea bed bath and beyond even cb2 have student discounts because the college students are heading back to their dorms Uh, so this is a great time to buy furniture some decor some kitchen essentials whatever you need and that's our style tip Thank you all so much for listening to episode one of Let's Get Into Fashion. I'm so excited to finally share this brainchild with you all. I am always talking about fashion, always rambling about fashion, and the thought came to me in a dream that I should just start a podcast and start sharing my thoughts, because why not? so excited that I found my community and people that I can share with. And I'm so thankful for you for tuning in. Stay tuned. Uh, New episodes will be uploaded sporadically. I work in corporate girlies and the schedule changes day to day. So please be patient with me and subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is. uh, And you will be updated when a new episode is live. We'll hash out a schedule soon, eventually. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, and on threads, and especially on Pinterest, where I spend every minute of every day. (laughs) Um, Check out the show notes for all my links, and we can connect. If you have any topic suggestions, or you'd like me to meet with anyone that you're interested in, an influencer, a fashion person, someone you're interested in talking to, please feel free to reach out to me on my socials, and I'm happy to delve in. Thank you for listening. This is Let's Talk About Fashion.